Real Movies with Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Oh, it's just Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, never mind. Hey! My name is Andy. With me, as always, is the guy who wonders what it's like to be a real man, Muller. I'm the Wonder Muller. Yeah, a, man, a man is known by the Muller he keeps. Wonder Muller dresses like Wonder Woman. With us, as mm. well, is the guy who wonders what it's like to be with a real man, Braden. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> he doesn't wonder. He he wonders all the positions that he missed out on with another man before he got married, and now it's just a constant state of wonder. But it never leaves it. If you want to fulfill that wonder, uh, I think we were talking about earlier the Wachowski sisters are like oh, still boy. married to their wives. So all you yeah. need is for your <laughs> wife to become. Uh, transvestite no wait what is it trans trans man trans man trans man okay. and then you can you don't have to wonder anymore okay yeah i could i could I, that's the same thing let's talk right? to uh i'll let her know let's talk the to the episode. old one. <laughs> yeah well th this is the plan here listen man <laughs> <laughs> moving on so i was uh out, out for dinner last night my waitress was taking my order and uh she she took my wife's order turned to me and I, I noticed she had like a tattoo on her arm, and then she turned uh, to face me and write my order down. And I noticed, it's like, oh my gosh, she had a Millennium Falcon tattoo oh, on her no. forearm. Oh, so cool! Oh, you're so oh, hip and trendy. Can, gotta ask you about that tattoo. Where'd you get? When'd you get that? Yeah, after you saw <laughs> the Force Awakens, probably. <laughs> I always try and look at people's like random people's tattoos and judge them for it. Yeah, you're usually judging people for it's the tattoos. It's one of the great like just pastimes as you go about yeah through, it's great and you the can, public and you get to know people you get, you get to know who someone is a lot of the time just by looking at their tattoos and you don't have to waste your time with them yeah i think it's a good way to hit on women too because <laughs> i like usually what women are expecting because they're just full of this all the time is like men are always trying to hit on them so they talk about their tattoos mm -hmm. so you can take a different route and tell them how crappy they're how dumb their tattoos Isn't are not like a legit strategy that them they, they call it a neg and yeah that, that's a real thing that neg. people do yeah does it does that work though i'm sure it does on some women hmm. i'm sure it does on some and does on on, on others and so my dozens. question is should i have tipped her uh, should i taught her a lesson or no yeah, don't tell her so why I, you're not tipping her. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's funny when people do that where they like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to do this. But it's like, yeah, if you don't tell them why you're doing that, that has no effect. They, and just, you, they and, just think you're a jerk. And if you write on them why they, you didn't tip them, you're a way bigger jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always find it funny, this idea of tipping as like this ultimate, t tipping or not tipping as this ultimate statement. So look, either do it or don't, whether you feel yeah. you should or should not. and. Call it a day. You don't have to like really think out this ultimate statement. Like they're yeah. gonna learn this from that, and I'm gonna help them be better at being. Who cares? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just tipping. Either do it or don't, depending yeah. on how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah. What is that like idea of like like these inter these internalized like revenges that you get? Like you know, like yeah. when you're like when you're a kid and like you're in timeout and you're like, uh, I wish that I wish I would uh, hyperventilate and then I, I would die and then they would like they wish would they, they would know and they would wish they like hadn't done this like <laughs> like people doing that as adults like and and like still trying to get back like you're trying to get back at somebody in a way that only you know what you're yeah. even doing like no one yeah no one else can even tell like what you're doing 
I, I also think they're just trying to like like I can I can prove to them that they're thinking the wrong way or yeah yeah exactly it's like uh, people are who they are generally <laughs> like it's very very rare that people just change their mind based on something you're doing like mm-hmm. I don't know I yeah, always like the, the I, my favorite example of that is in the room like um, in the movie in the movie the, movie, the room yeah okay. and then where yeah. Ta- yeah where he um, I can't. Why can't I remember? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> the whole movie, like you can tell, we we had this discussion. I think the last time we watched it as a group, which is usually a yearly experience, a daily and experience. We're like the, clearly what happened in this movie. And if you haven't seen this movie, by the way, this pause is- the podcast, <laughs> go watch the room. It is awesome. Don't it's worry, the it's greatest a- so bad it's funny movie yeah. ever made. And he ends up. I, we can probably just spoil it, I guess. Right? Oh uh, yeah, I don't. Think he ends matters. up. He ends up killing himself at the end because he's like upset. Like, you, you don't really see well as he's grabbing the gun. I remember thinking, "No way is he going to do it." But he kills himself basically to get back at his girlfriend and his best friend for cheating on him. Like they both slept together, and uh, it was like his revenge on them. It was like, "Well, you're dead now." Yeah, and the greatest like like, and he's like he's such a like a narcissist that the way he writes the story is that they do end that way. Like they're like, oh, if only we hadn't. Yeah. Like, if only we, we hadn't done Yeah, and then yeah, he we, gets, we should have appreciated you before <laughs> before you yeah. died. And then I think at the end, too, she's like, oh, well, we can be together. And he, Greg's like, no way, I'm I'm done with yeah, you. Yeah, his and best then, friend doesn't want her either. And then he either. leaves her, and it's like, she's like, oh, man, what have I done? You know, so I it know. worked then. Yeah, I yeah, guess. It, yeah, <laughs> it worked. It's like only only in Tommy Wiseau's, like, fantasy would this strategy <laughs> yeah. ever, like, or like, yeah, like, girlfriend, like, it's the same thing, yeah. like teenage girls who are like, I'm going to kill you if you kill myself if you break up with me. And he must have been reliving some real life trauma or something. Oh, I most think. definitely. This, this like, was like some a, ex-girlfriend this happened or something. To him. That, yeah. that movie was definitely based on a previous experience. <laughs> like that was that was his like his fantasy of getting totally. Was. Like, yeah, it was totally playing out yeah. that, that tantrum. That you play like <laughs> as a kid yeah. locked in your bedroom because you're in a timeout for like 20 minutes and your like parents aren't responding yeah. to you because they're like not being idiots and yeah. like they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, some pretty snobby attitudes here. Speaking of snobs, I have a real big problem this week uh-huh. that pops up pretty often here, and that problem is garbage snobs. What the hell is a garbage? Have you ever snob? run into is a that garbage where you're not snob? Putting the right things in the right bins. It's pretty pretty close to that. And more specifically, my problem is garbage men snobs. You, I, I don't think I've ever even talked to a garbage man before. You don't. You don't ever talk to them. <laughs> I don't, I've never even talked to a garbage man. Um, so what interaction did you have that sparked the? Well, the interaction I had is I came out and my garbage hadn't been picked up uh-huh. because uh, I, I don't know. Oh, you can't have plastic bags in your garbage, or uh, oh no, the garbage can. Uh, How this did gar- they know there was plastic bags in your garbage? because that's their, use that's a, their business to know. Do they open your bag? The garbage, garbage man bag? Don't open up your garbage. Yeah, they do. They sort through it, man. Have you ever looked outside? No, they to, just take no, they the just bag and, it up and throw, throw it in. Have man. you ever looked outside about? to look? I've and watch seen them, them do it. Yeah, like literally two weeks ago, I looked out my window and the garbage man was going through the garbage to see like what was in it and leaving some items behind and like they're sorting through your recycling and your garbage. I've never seen a garbage man do this. Yeah, I've seen, I just garba- saw I've this seen garbage men come pick up garbage. They always just pick up the garbage and toss it in. Not anymore, baby. So we recently got that. Isn't this gonna like ten tenfold the time it takes them to do their job? Yeah, I think probably. I think like with the new, especially with the new composting. So now we have like oh, dude, they, they, they dropped off uh, all these like composting things into our 
into the community or whatever so people can start composting. And I'm probably, I think within like a year or two, um, we'll be like getting fines for not composting. Like if you have like normal stuff in your garbage, like if mm-hmm. you have food in your garbage. Like I definitely probably- throw all my banana peels in the garbage. Yeah, I definitely still do yeah. that too. Like I, I'm not going to start composting like until they make, like they give you this weird little bin that like you have to put under your sink and like it just has like rotting stuff in it. And it's like, until there's like a garbage can where I just flip the lid open with my foot and then like just um, put uh, like, uh, you know, like you flip open the lid and then on the left is maybe a little pail for your gar- for your compost and on the right is like the garbage. Like if I have to go to a different bin under my... Anyways, whatever, getting past the, like, that's my problem with composting, but no, these garbage snob guys, like, they'll, like, just leave your garbage can, and we have, we have two garbage cans outside, and, like, one is, like, maybe an inch bigger than the other, like, it's just a little bit bigger, and if, like, we put our garbage can into that, which is supposed to be for recycling, like, they won't take, oh, that's too much garbage, like, you got, there's another kilogram of garbage in there, like, we're not lifting that garbage at all, like, it doesn't sound like they're being snobs, I think they're just doing the new protocol for their jobs, that they were probably told to do. I'm going to guess that the garbage men don't want to be sorting through garbage, but they have to now because it's part of their job, I guess. Probably or something like that. But they're not snobs. Yeah, they are. Well, <laughs> this garbage, this garbage isn't told. good enough for our landfill. We're going to leave it. You better get you, you better get some more high-quality garbage standards set up here or we're not going to take your garbage. Like, that, does that sound like a snob to you? Like, that's what it sounds like a snob Not if to they're me. just doing what they're told as per the requirements of their journey. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. So there's like some guy with a clipboard. He's like, hey, I, I was watching you on a camera. Like I saw you took like the exact same amount of garbage bags out of the wrong container well, just, that was an identical just container. just explain that this is the new thing that they have to do. So they'll probably just be like, yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm supposed to do for my job. If I just never do it because I don't want to, because I don't want to be a snob, they're eventually going to find out. No, I, like, well, what do they have to do? I don't know. Like they don't have to. I didn't even they, know this was a thing. Because those composting laws aren't the compost laws aren't in effect yet, right? Like, like we're not going to get any fines for not composting. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. So no, like they're whatever. Let's just get on to some movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I, do they leave a note? Like, are they being passive aggressive? Like we talked about, when, I, were I, they I teaching to, you a lesson? I, yeah, I, I mean they're not leaving a note. Like I mean at least a note would be good but like just take just take the garbage that's like i'm not putting like metal brackets in my garbage it's just garbage if there's bags. something weird you're doing yeah, i'm not having these experiences at all <laughs> you, yeah, do you even take either. out the garbage no i just let it collect in my fucking house of course i take the garbage what, the hell, what, the hell, what do you mean by that well i figure like maybe your landlord takes the garbage out and you just put it in the bin mm, well no i put it in the bin and then one of us like, at, um, you just take turns or something or uh, usually he does okay, it because he's right. first to leave the yeah, house. Yeah, of course. Of course he does it. You don't do it. You don't I'll do it. Know. I'll do it if I'm first to leave the house or if he's like gone away for a week or something. Oh. Okay. You got all these preconceived notions. Yeah, what are you? Garbage doing? snobs. They're the worst. They leave you with all this garbage that you have to sort through yourself and figure out. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. Or or like plastic or like the recite. Same thing with the recycling. It's like if you have a, you know, a flat of Coke or something like that and it's got the little plastic that holds it in. If you leave that plastic on it, like they're not going to take that recycling. They'll just chuck it out on their own. It's like, well, it's plastic. It's like you should be able to recycle that. It sounds. And they're just chucking it out on the road. Too. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. that's much like or they'll just leave it behind like in the bin. And like, so, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I-, I remember when they, they introduced this new initiative and they're like, here are the lists. You can no longer put your plastic bags in recycling. But you can still, don't worry, you can still take them down to the recycling depot and I just read that and I'm like, well, all these plastic bags I have are just going into the garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to drive down to the fucking recycling depot to do that? Fuck that. <laughs> you're, so. you're putting 
way too much uh, confidence in me that I care about the environment if you think that I'm going to do that. Like, I'm not driving down to the fucking depot for, like, <laughs> a bunch of garbage, like, our plastic bags. Right to the garbage. <laughs> say, my Do favorite movie scene involving garbage men is the opening scene of Commando. <laughs> <To> Commando. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not even garbage men. They're just dressed as garbage men. They pop out with their Uzis and light them I, up. I just, I love... The I, opening scene. Yeah, yeah. I think we awesome. already mentioned that in the yeah. Commando episode, but I just love how they did not need to dress up as garbage no, men. They, oh, they just, just pull up. up and shoot the guy with a machine gun. Like, they no. didn't need that outfit. It's like, not like he snuck into their... Com- they snuck into yeah, their yeah, compound. I think it we was already, just on the public road. It was like they, yeah, they researched, okay, the garbage truck goes by his house. So this day and this time, <laughs> they had to like coordinate it. And, yeah, but then they but then they just show up like they could have just walked up to his house and shot him. It could have just been a drive by. They still shot him in public like repeatedly. But anyway, so go to realmoviesrealmen.com. <laughs> uh, submit your favorite garbage men movie scenes. Uh, Please do to, to the website in the comments uh, and get that going. So hey, speaking of garbage, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about this week's. My or our, our whatever most hated movie ever of the, of the week, week. Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Whoa. Wonder Woman. Um, I guess it's not. Maybe Do you I have guess a it's synopsis? not. I I I've actually I've okay. got a so. But um, no, I don't. <laughs> in an in in an effort to contribute to today's episode, um, I made some plans this week to go see Wonder Woman <laughs> so that I could. Uh, uh, you know, talk be, about it on the to, show. To talk, <laughs> talk about it on the show. So um, yesterday, I had some boating plans to go, uh, like tubing and Uh-oh. wakeboarding or whatnot. How, how much time are you leaving yourself between <laughs> this and the movie, Muller? So the movie was at ten p.m. and mm-hmm. I and I made plans. Uh, you know, about three hour boating plans at for three p.m. So. Um, of course, this is these are Mueller boating plans. So this is this is George and how many so Mullers not, are involved? So they're not plans at all. They're just, <laughs> so, just doing it. So I think by the time we got out the door, it was five thirty. Um, uh, and and I was and I was not. None of this was my fault. So I'm going to start the story yeah. by saying none of this was my fault. You say that about all the times you're like. So you though. got out the door in Rosedale. Yeah, yeah. At five thirty, and, and you drove all the way to Colts, which is probably to hope. For, oh, it, it's to a half an hour to hope. Okay. Um, so, uh, so I think we were we were out on the lake. So we went around the lake once. Um, so this, so let's talk about the so, preparation that I have put in to make sure that this goes smoothly. Because the last four out of five years that we've gone boating, some electrical problem has occurred where the boat has like stalled in the middle of the lake with like a boat full of people from probably from out of country or out of province, like who are visiting, and we're trying to show them a good time and like you know show them. You know, they've never gone boating or something. So uh, we'll get around the lake, and then the boat will break. You know, some some problem with the carburetor or the points and condenser or blah, blah, blah. So um, so this year, uh, just like the last two or three years, I was like, George, we got to, you know, I know we're going out in two weeks. Like, so two weeks prior, we should go out and take it for a test run because... Ha- using the boat just at the house and just turning it on is not enough. Like, we're not going to know. Oh, no, we'll just test it once our family's here, like, and whatever, and figure <laughs> And, like, this is, like, so, so we got around the lake one time, like, five minutes, slow down, boat stalls, turns off, battery is dead now. And we're, like, floating, we're floating, <laughs> floating in the lake. So I'm already, I'm immediately incensed because I'm, like... Is this wait. yesterday? Yeah, this is, this is yesterday. Okay. So I'm, I'm immediately, like, super pissed off because I, I told, I told George, I said, like, we need to go out and test it. He, like, wouldn't 
he wouldn't go and get it out. Like I had planned this out and I was like, okay, well I guess we're not going to go boating when our family's here. Cause like, yeah, anyways, so we ended it, we ended up going. Um, so then we, we, we finally, we somehow were able to scrape together getting into it, getting a battery from a, from a store nearby. Um, so now it's like, we're in the water and it's like eight ten PM. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, well, we have a half an hour to boat because it's going to take yeah, 40, hopes a 40 minute drive or So yeah, right? it's a, it's, it's going to take 45 minutes for me to get to the theater. So if we leave here at nine o'clock, uh, then we'll be, then we'll be there set. <laughs> so eight forty comes around. It's time to pull into the pier and unload, you know, spend 10 or 15 minutes unloading the boat. Um, and then I realized that the keys for the van were in my pocket while I was on the tube flipping into oblivion into the lake. So um, A smart place to leave your keys. <laughs> such a thing. So, uh, yeah, the key fob and, like, George's spare shop keys and the house keys, like, like you know, the digital like, so wait, fobs which, that you have to buy for hundreds of dollars. Which part of this story isn't your fault, <laughs> the, exactly? Well, the battery part wasn't my fault, because I had, I, I, I had said, we got to test this earlier, like, uh-huh. we got to go and get, get this stuff yeah, done. Yeah, you really painted a picture, like, and then... You're still the culprit here. Yeah. You really set that you up. Actually just just, to, no, you we, actually just said that you're around 8.40, you're doing this. It's like, okay, I'm no, gonna, no, it's no, going to no. be tight, but I'll probably make the time. But well, then you did something that was totally your own fault. No, because if, <laughs> if, if, the battery, if the boat had been tested, the battery never would have died. Uh-huh. So I never so would have had the keys because I wasn't supposed to be driving anyways. George was driving. That's Only a, because we had to run bogus. to the store did I have That's the keys. That's a really big reach to, to pass the blame onto someone else. Poor George, man. I, to- I told like him to test it. All of these, all of these train of train of events, blah blah blah, led you to ha- have the keys in your pocket. But it's like you just having the keys and then putting them in your pocket when you're about to go do something that's going to fling them out of your pocket. Well, I didn't like mean to have them on in the tube. Like I sh- like it's not like I was like, I'm oh, not it'll, they'll you be intentionally fine did it, but that's nobody's fault but your own. Except <laughs> if the battery had been checked beforehand, that and the keys never would have been in my pocket. That's the Don't worst logic <laughs> ever. Anyway, so... And also, I mean, on top of that, we've been talking about doing a Wonder Woman episode for well over a week uh, now. Oh, yeah, probably two, two weeks. weeks, yeah. So, leaving it to the, the, the last possible showing. <laughs> no, but... Well, uh, that's I, no one's fault. I, I, once but, again. That's, that's everyone's fault, everyone's fault but my own. <laughs> more more Muller problems. We could have toast, tested I, the boat. I would have saw Wonder Woman last week. I made multiple plans to see Wonder Woman, like, with family. I had, I had family down from Arizona, and, like, each time, like, something that they wanted getting in the way of it. And then, so this was, like, I had made multiple plans to see this movie, like, along the way. <laughs> and then, and, and, once again. Always someone else's fault. And, and once again, like, I was, I had plans to go see the early showing of Wonder Woman yesterday at 3.45. And then it's like, oh, well, we're going boating at 3. So, like, you know, like, and, and I need you to be the spotter because, like, you're the only other person with a boat license. And, like, okay, well, I, I guess I can go see the late show. And it's like, well, if I had known we were going to be leaving at, like, 6 p.m., like, I could have just saw, seen the earlier showing and then gone boating and no problems at all. So you it's could, like... You could just say no and go to the movie. No, I have that, like, people who drove 2,000 miles to be here you, to, like, come boat. You I have mean, a podcast like, to mean, be ready for, Muller. <laughs> to, uh, to be fair, like, skipping out on boating to go see Wonder Woman. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Sorry, guys, I got Wonder Woman to go see. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be judged pretty hard, I guess. So. Though you do have a responsibility to the podcast. And the people who listen. I mean, all, all of you in Boulder, Colorado, or <laughs> wherever you are. Yeah, that's why I got we had a bunch stats. of downloads from there. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, I would have seen the earlier show. Oh, but we're going at three. Oh, except we're not. You just said that. Just, 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 
made that up. So like if you had just said when you were really going to be going, I could have just seen the movie and we could have. But he knew you late. would be late if he gave you the real time. So he gave you a fake time. No, no, he didn't. He didn't know anything. Like my my dad is not that clever that he's making up. Like, he raised uh, him. He so oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you see what I'm fighting against? Like with being late. Like, like you think that's a problem that I'm like 20 minutes late or on time, but I just thought I might be late. Like we're talking about people who are three hours late to events. Like, like I am. I am the, the I'm the pinnacle I'm, of a muller here. All I'm hearing <laughs> yeah. right now is uh, it's not my fault I made these decisions because someone raised me like that <laughs> to make those kind of decisions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's basically like liberal even I'm ideology. <laughs> Man, you don't even know. Like my uncle, my uncle Lee. Like we would go camping. If you want him, like he will be there like at 7 p.m. on Friday. And then he'll show up on like Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Like that's the that's these are the disparity of like lateness Look, versus plans that I am de- dealing with that I'm trying to break free of these shackles these chains that I are have never once doubted me. that all the Mullers are probably a bunch of weirdos and, and raised <laughs> you to be the weirdo you are now. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. I believe you. So so, Wonder so, Woman. so I didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, try to chime in when you can. So speaking of poor planning and decision making, uh, our most hated movie ever this week, Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, I don't know the the plot for Wonder Woman. There's I, I what's the what is it? Uh, there's there's explain it like there's I'm, a woman who explain lives, it like I'm five. There's a woman who lives on an island with a lot of other uh, women, and they are trying to fight evil. They realize that the world of, of mankind is full of evil, so one of the women's uh, goes to shut mm-hmm. down the evil. And that, that, that's basically the movie. That is it. And, and it takes place during the World War One setting. Yeah. That makes sense? Is she Canadian? Uh, She's no, Amazonian, it's, it's, man. It's some island. Yeah, some they're all, it's Amazonian women. They descended so. from, like, Greek gods or whatever. They're descendants yeah. of Greek gods, which essentially means that in this, in this movie universe, the Wonder Woman movie movie universe which is you know the whole dc cinematic universe uh all all the only true god are the greek gods like there's no christian god or muslim yeah, they're, god like they're in play they, now they have now yeah. they have officially picked a, a religion for their okay for their movie universe because there are greek gods in this movie so yeah there are like that's thor no Thor's, Dude, thor is uh no he's, he's a smithsonian god what's that's uh it's not Greek. What is that? No. Thor? That's, yeah, he's just one of the Scandinavian. Norse. Norse. That yeah. was the word Norse I was looking gods. for. No, yeah, in the studio today, we got Pat listening in, crinkling his Wendy's. From about 20 feet away. From about 20 <laughs> yeah. feet away as I uh, sanctioned him to the corner. Yeah. Don't you dare get that crinkling burgers in my in my mic, in my recordings. So. Um, so Wonder Woman kind of, she wants to help rid the rid mankind's world, like protect mankind's world of evil. Uh, she runs across a dude, Chris Pine, who has like a really, like the his his name is like two first names. Yeah, it was like Tyler Steven or something like that. It was like Tyler Steve, Steve or Steve John Tyler. Or dude, something. It, was, it was like Steve Chris. Or yeah, something. it was something like that. Yeah. What's with all these like bad character names? Like, because we were talking about like in Star. Oh, the, the uh, new twenty three minutes first Star Wars reference. No, I um, my like, story was the first Star Wars reference. Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah, <laughs> that was like five four was, like, minutes, six in. seconds in the show. <laughs> um, like yeah, like because like all the Star Wars like names and these new ones like it's like they're yeah like. John Stupid. John and like what Ray and Ray oh, yeah. Ray well, that, too that's bad. a Star Wars thing they all have bizarre names but this is like Josh. like Leia Luke like those aren't bizarre some names. of them are good but then they have like Obi-Wan Kenobi or 
I don't know. Well, the prequels get ridiculous. Yeah, but even that one, they start out there like, isn't that old Ben? Like, oh, yeah, old Ben. That's a real, you know, it's practically Uncle Ben's. Like, he's making yeah. second-gen rice. Like, I don't know. <laughs> With this, it's just like his name is just like, it's not bizarre. It's just, I mean, I guess it is, but it's just like two first names. Yeah, but, but yeah. what about that it's other so guy? That, like, we were talking about um, the guy, Mark Wahlberg's character's name in Transformers. Oh, yeah, in the Transformers, like, yeah. Uh, like, he has like a really... Cade Yeager or something. Cade, Cade Yeager. <laughs> Like, Stupidest name. Like for Mark Wahlberg, like just like the whitest guy ever, like Cade Yeager. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, like I thought, yeah, it just reminded me of those dumb Star Wars names for some reason. Uh, so anyway, she, this guy crash lands. He's it's in it's during the World War One uh, time. Who's era. the guy? Uh, Chris Pine. Steve, oh, right. Steve, Chris. Steve Jobs. Isn't isn't he Thor? Yeah, Steve Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's Chris Helmsworth. Oh, Chris right. Pine is uh, Captain Kirk in the new Star Wars. He's movies. the forehead. He's yeah, forehead he's got, guy. Forehead guy. You could land a, gotcha. land a plane on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's during World People War One. People are renting Chris Pine's forehead for mobile <laughs> landing strips. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so it's during World War One, and he's he's running away from a bunch of pre-Nazis. Yeah. Because it's World War One yeah. and not World War Two. Crash lands on their island, and then so they so that's how they discover. Oh, the world of man is is. Riddled with evil, everyone's at war with each other because World War One was just like a huge fucking mess. So, anyway, um, she she decides to go out on her own against the will of their queen or something. Yeah, uh, to go and stop like this head German dude uh, who sh- who she thinks is the reembodiment of Hitler, the Ares, the god of war. Mm-hmm. So she thinks if oh if I kill this guy. That'll that'll take away all the the evil that's being uh, forced upon man. Like so men. she's fighting pre-Nazis. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which cool. is funny because they were in essence just like misguided soldiers. It's like Nazis were like pretty in general evil, but it's like yeah, World War One was just a huge mess. Anyway, um, so yeah, the point is that she thinks that this new uh, head evil general dude is uh, the reincarnation of Ares, the god of war. And if she kills him, it'll rid mankind of all their evil doings. This sounds stupid. It is stupid. Well, it's a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. but like, like to my first thought like, is like, well, probably if he's a god, if you just kill like his earth body, he'll probably just like get another one or something. Well, it's not his earth body, it's him. That's just who he is. Well, she what are, no, what no, are well, these she gods has, like? She has, like, she has a special sword. That will that can that, kill that, that, the past. <laughs> no, that, that, it's literally, I think, I don't know what they called it, but they, they the god or the god, the killer god killer or something, yeah, something like that. that. It was a yeah. sword meant to kill gods. Oh, so okay. they, they addressed okay, that. Okay, 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 that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's it's for the most part, it's a competently made movie, but it, I, it like, is competent. But that's like as far I think as competency <sighs> abounds. I think while watching this movie, I I really realized. And this is maybe going to come to no surprise to, to either of you. Like, <laughs> like it's going to be, why are you just realizing this now? Sort of statement. Uh, I, I really just hate all superhero movies. Like, inherently, it's just superhero movies. And I know, like, I'm always shit Yeah, you've, like, them. you've been r- raving about superhero movies for, like, five years. Like, I think me and... Well, I think I always, I always refer to them as Marvel movies. Because in my mind prior to now yeah you've always said marvel I've always, movies i've always i've never thought like like i'm i'm game for almost any basically like, any kind of movie whether it's like drama or whatever it's like I, I i believe quite possibly that a good uh rom-com could be made like me they're me, not often but i think like there's there's probably some out there that i could like and i always thought the same of superhero movies right me, i don't think that anymore me and brayden 
like we had to start coming up with strategies <laughs> because you would repeat the same rant about Marvel movies for like mm -hmm. years that we had to start finding ways to tell you like we have already heard that story yeah. like before, they were all legitimate before they, they were good they were good they're stories. all good stories but we just heard them a lot of times I have a tendency to do that I think I get it from my dad anytime my dad like calls me on the phone. And I'm pretty sure he'll never listen to this podcast, so whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, your dad doesn't just, care about you. It'll be like a conversation <laughs> just about like coming over for dinner or something really simple, but he'll repeat like the same like part steps of the plan or whatever. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna so probably get <laughs> we're gonna come over. Uh, we're gonna serve the first part of dinner and then the second part of dinner, and then uh, we'll have some dessert afterwards, and then we'll sit down on the couch and watch the game. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. We'll blah, and then blah, 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 uh, we'll and stay then. till about eight or nine p.m. And then uh, you know whenever people want to mosey on and uh, well, move it's not on quite that. Like you're just. <laughs> kind of ranting like he'll repeat like those same steps like several times That's anyway <laughs> um, so i probably get it from there but yeah i think what i realized with this movie it's it's not i've always thought there, there's superhero movies out there that i could like um but i realized while watching this movie it's there's i have a theory that i'm working on in that i think superhero movies are only good when they're not being superhero movies. Oh, uh, like you like kick ass or whatever or like No, it's like as soon as the superhero movies the the part of them that gets to the superhero stuff, like their superpowers and whatever, that's always when the movie gets bad. Oh yeah. So I think inherently like most of the time when I like a superhero movie, it's either cuz it's something like The Dark Knight where it's like it's not really a superhero movie, it's more of a crime drama. Um than that than that and Batman's not not really a superhero. Well, it's not movie. a power fantasy. Yeah, I guess, but it's like so <laughs> Uh, male power fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I think superhero movies are inherently bad because of the superhero part of them. Because as soon as they get to that point, it's always the least interesting part so, of the. Well, movie. Do, you have, do you have another example of? of well, this? I think I think an example of of a. Yeah, I, I, uh, Logan. We saw that recently. Sure. Okay. Uh, I liked most of Logan. Like, I look at that movie and it's like, oh, this is a great uh, movie about a man a man coming to terms with the fact that he's going to die. Yeah. It, it's 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 even more kind of uh, exemplified by the that he's a man that's not used to dealing with that. Like, he's, he's, he ages. He's, like, he's supposed to be, you know, invulnerable He's forever. lived for a long, like, I don't even, I don't know, in the X-Men universe. He's lived for a long time. He's invulnerable. Like, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't age, basically, but now his powers are kind of dwindling, and he is aging. So it's like, there's a nice little story about a man coming to terms with his, his own death. But then near the end of the Which movie, is what every story should be about, by the way. Yeah, I guess so. It should <laughs> always be about the, the crippling black hole of subway life. tunnel that <laughs> is coming at you constantly forever until you're dead. But then near the end of the movies, like <laughs> like gen genuine spoiler alert because uh, it is a good movie uh, and people should see it. But then near the end of the movie when it reveals that the kids are all uh, mutant clones and they all have crazy powers and they got to fight the villain and they're all using their powers and I, like that's the part of the movie that I liked the least. Right. And it's the most X-Men part of the well, movie. I, I, I feel like it's I don't know if it's so so much about the superpowers thing, but it's very similar to like what I was saying about Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like the you know the first half is really great, but it's it's kind of the main climax of of these movies. But like the climax the, is like always the, when it gets into the most. Well, well yeah, because that's the that's where the yeah the action gets the most intense and blah blah blah. Well, I think this is part of my theory. So you can you can have the superhero stuff and it's fine. Like Logan, it's like I like the fact that that, that he's a man who doesn't age, so it makes it even worse him coming to terms with the fact that he's aging. Like yeah, it, it it builds a layer well, on top of that, so that it's good, but it's like it's too much. It's, as soon as you put too much superhero weight onto it, it collapses. I, the movie collapses I into think, itself. I think it's more than just it being superheroes. Like I think there's, I think there's like a, I think there's a little causation correlation like mix up 
here, like where, because if you think about Logan, it's like a lot of the scenes are kind of these short fight scenes that are maybe like a minute long of him basically just stabbing people in the yeah, face. Yeah, those are fine because yeah, there's not too awesome. much. There's not too much superhero. It's not in too there. much superhero. That stuff. could have just been a fight scene. It's like just with... too much action. Like it's it's and, and it's the type of action. Like if you think about like the last scene in Logan, where he's like running through the forest and like doing yeah, all no, these I, jumps, I think... but he didn't do any of that in the earlier scenes. So the, what I'm saying is like. When they get to the main conflict, especially in these, it's really evident in these superhero movies, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh-huh. all the cool stuff that they did, that they established, that everybody likes along the movie, they just throw that out the window and shove in the generic action scene thing uh, in place of it. And it's like, how how much cooler would it be like if the Logan one, instead of it being like a bunch of guys they're fighting, like they had been doing some kind of, st- once again, some kind of stealthy thing, or like, you know, he has like a series of very like, short fight scenes with I more think, emotional... I think we're more impact. or less on the same page, but we're yeah. arguing against But you're it. just an idiot, and I'm, no, I got no, no, the no, smart but, but I think <laughs> the reason it builds up to those big... like It's just that so you're adding too much, too much action. What you're talking about, that's the superhero part, because they all have these big, dumb powers, and that's all the stupid nerds want to see, is them, them in their costume doing their dumb powers... And so they have to build these big fight scenes based around their powers. Yeah, man. I, and I, I, think, I think the superhero part of it is weighing down the movie. I, movies themselves i gotta make a call here like we need to ramp up this nerd hate like i mean i just i just did even not even even more man (laughs) like i know we're always hating on nerds but like i have just been getting like even more irritated than ever at this point like nerds like movies or books for all the wrong reasons like just for like yeah like i I, I, exactly this this is part of what i'm talking about it's like all the wrong reasons like the character stuff is generally the good stuff the character stuff is what makes the action scenes interesting but they just want to see flashy lightsabers and and they just want to see them using their powers and they they fly up and the the building collapses but they fly under the building just as it uh, is about to collapse it's just them it's (laughs) Like, oh, like I'm getting a fucking headache just talking about it. But that's the stuff they love. It's like they just want to see the flashy shit. It's like dangling your fucking car keys in front of a child. uh, (laughs) The thing that I hate about nerds is, like, they don't get why, like, how people work. Um, and I mean, maybe, yeah, they're like, nerds, and they, they don't even get how they were like. Like they like whatever Star Wars or it, <laughs> I can't get away from it. Um, <laughs> but like they like that because they were captured by like these characters. Like something did good, and then they forget why they liked it, yeah. and they just start compounding dumb ideas on top of it, and totally just like invalidating the things that you, yeah, that they, originally drew you to it. They latch onto the flashy stuff, which is cool. Like the lightsaber is a good example. It's like, yeah, the lightsaber is cool. I understand why they like it, but it's like then you watch, you you, you listen from the, like the, the hardcore prequel defenders defending like the awesome lightsaber fight battles <laughs> and there's one like every like five minutes and it's like, yeah, you've kind of missed the point. And to, to get into like of a good fight scene. A bit more of a real example of like why I'm you know, hating on this nerd thought process so much. So I was doing some technical writing recently for a friend of mine who's like making a robot. So he's an engineer and he that wrote That sounds pretty nerdy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he well he wrote this manual and I'm like and I'm trying to explain to him. I'm like, the way that you've written this might be technically correct, but no one can understand what this technology does based on your description. Uh-huh. Like you're trying to tell me how to like get a robot to maybe loop through an action, but all the words you're using are the least accessible. Like 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 no one can he's like, well, "Yeah, but that's technically correct." I'm like, "Yeah, but that it doesn't matter if something is technically yeah. correct if people can't understand it." So when I'm 
Yeah, so so I'm like I'm trying to explain to him. I'm like, you know, here is a description that you know takes its time. You know, I re I rewrote this, and I'm like, you know, I can understand what this technology does because of the way that I've written. He's like, yeah, but you know, there's not enough nuance in it, and there's like there's this thing and this thing wrong. And I'm like, yeah, but with my description, people will understand ninety percent of it, Mm -hmm. and with your description, people will only understand ten percent of it. It will be correct, but if they don't. If they if they can't use it, then what's it matter? Yeah, like like it's like it's it's useless. So like I don't know, people focusing on just these nerds, man. Yeah, it's like missing the point. Like the point of storytelling, it's like the details are less important than how the things actually make you feel. Yeah, Um, like a lightsaber, it's not important how the lightsaber works or how the force works Mm -hmm. or how this machine and your your buddy's whatever robot is working. (laughs) Like if you're trying to convey the information, it's. Especially in storytelling, it's more important to get across how you feel, whether that those facts are necessarily true mm. or accurate or not. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's always it's always like people. Here, here's the thing that makes me so mad about it is somebody trying to talk me out of my experience. Mm-hmm. Like somebody trying to <laughs> argue me. Like when we tell you how s- chopsticks are stupid, <laughs> and you defend them, but we're objectively right. Yeah, I think. It, that's the same. No. Yeah, it's off? it's that's the type of stupid thing I'm talking about. <laughs> when somebody tries to talk like 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 I don't I, like I don't know. Like I'm like I don't understand what this means. No, 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 but it's technically correct. I'm like you can't talk me out of not under like I read it. I didn't get it. So clearly something is like that's Clearly, so, no, no, you're just not reading it, right? It's like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, if something is meant to inform, and I like because my job is a lot to do with web development too. You get like these these developers who are talking about technology and code and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't care. Like the the person reading that website, like the font is too tiny. Like they can't read it. Like it's too tiny. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You can't talk somebody out yeah. of not being like like what what do you think if you justify it enough that all of a sudden like uh, we'll get better eyesight and like we'll just be able to read tinier text or something mm-hmm. like you can't talk somebody out of how they feel yeah. you stupid moron like this is like the, this is the type of crap that nerds try to do man like they try to talk you out of how something makes you feel or like like as if somehow if you win this argument something will change yeah well yeah like I said I I agree like the part of nerd culture that annoys me the most is they tend to latch on to the stuff that's uh not the not the actual important part that makes the story so it's like i can talk you into oh no listen my music is actually really great listen look at all these things i did with the synthesizer and the oscillators and the filters and the envelopes i can't talk you into like it's sounding good to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's like like there's nothing (laughs) like you're just losing sight of like you know what is it like uh cutting off your nose to spite your face or whatever yeah. you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah. it's like just losing sight of the goal like the, this, the technology the f- is supposed to help you do something it's can't not see the forest through the trees yeah it's not yeah. an it's not an end to itself and like ugh, nerds can't see that the, man the only i think the only hashtag i've ever used on facebook and i've used it a few times is Hashtag bring back nerd shaming. Yeah, I yeah, and it, we need to use it more. I think uh, I think we need to get on. The, I know we had like a Facebook post a while about uh, you know praising '80s movie bullies, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Awesome. Like I, I, we kind of started that as a bit of a satirical joke, but I think like I'm. I think it's time to get serious. I think, I think the '80s yeah. nerds were keeping. Or the, sorry, the '80s uh, bullies were keeping the nerds in line. It's like yeah, yeah. superhero stuff and dragons and Lord of the Rings and all that crap. It, it like there is an inherent coolness to it. Yeah. Uh, except they 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 let it run too wild, and now all these yeah. nerds are proud of it. And then we have a superhero movie every fucking week that's just the same 
goddamn movie. So anyway, back to Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, before we pop on that, I think we have to. We got a, a little segment first. I got. I'm gonna tell the, you guys about a woman in Gremlin <laughs> of the Week. This week's installment of Gremlin. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> we already oh, introduced it. Yeah, we've already introduced it. I'm going to be talking about Greta from Gremlins 2. What? Greta? Greta is I don't the know any of the Gremlins The names. hot Gremlin. Hot Gremlin. I, I, I mean, I think it's the only female... Yeah. Noti- well, noticeably, thanks, fe- noticeably female Gremlin. I gave her a name. Well, actually, that, that is her name in the credits. So this movie is very progressive. It's very progressive. She actually movie. drinks. So all the gremlins are, you know, you know they're dudes. They're, yeah, they're drinking potions. They're getting cool But they're cool drinking powers. potions. And this gremlin drinks a potion, becomes a woman. So we have our first uh, transgender gremlin. And being a woman is a superpower. This is a very female oh, positive yeah. Ahead movie. of its time. Yeah, gremlins is way ahead of its time. Yeah, go, she goes from being this, you know, just nasty looking gremlin. She's got big red lips and she's got a rack now and she long looks green like, hair. She like the most like cliche, disgusting hooker. Yeah, this totally. is why <laughs> This is why you can't take third wave feminism seriously because all they're talking about is women not being represented in movies. And I have hardly seen any posts of them praising gremlins too at all. Yeah, man, it's... It's true. Yeah, it's true. So, just throughout the movie, so she gets all hot and whatnot, and as the gremlin, the gremlins take turns, like, hitting on her throughout the movie, and she just, like, brutally assaults them every time. (laughs) Then she falls in love with Forster, one of the the human... uh, He's a human. He's He's like a corporate... He's one of the corporate students. He's one of the high-up guys, yeah, that works for Daniel Clamp. So she Daniel throughout the R. movie, Clamp. she's just kind of pursuing him. Yeah, the greatest and, gremlin of all time, yeah. Daniel R. Clamp. <laughs> and no, and so at the end of the movie, um, all the gremlins are toast, and Daniel Clamp's on the phone, and he's he, uh, you find out he's talking to Forrester, and he's like, "Hey, holy cow, you're all the way up there. Oh, you must have been working hard." Like assuming he's been at work this whole time because yes. he's like a corporate stooge, and. Um, He's like, oh, yeah, you know, none of the elevators work right now, none of the automatic door. You're just going to be kind of stuck up there for a while. Hope, hope that's okay, though. You know, just keep, try to keep your pants on. <laughs> and then it goes to Forrester on the phone. He's like, yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay. Oh, half a, day's, half a day off once the building is fully operational? <laughs> Very generous of you, sir. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, you know what? Maybe I have been working too hard. Okay. And he hangs up. And it, right there, he's starting to justify because uh, you see right after Greta walks is walking into the room with a wedding dress, like she's just wants to marry Forrester, and he's like, yeah. he's already he's already in that call. It started justifying, you know, maybe I maybe I deserve to get a little action. This is <laughs> the ending scene in the movie. Yeah, and, and he backs up against the wall, and he, he's art, he's kind of fighting. He's got like a lipstick all over his face from all the kisses and stuff, and finally he just goes eh, and just kind of shrugs in defeat, and then he slowly just like lowers himself as if she's like pulling him and. Taking his pants off, and then it like fades to black to the credits, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's so the end like of the movie. The end of the movie. This the gremlin's like going shot down on of him. the movie implies that this guy's about to have sex with the gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's so he's having sex with a transgendered woman, gremlin. So this is very progressive. Very progressive. We got um, transgender, trans species. The, uh, interspecies. The writers, gender, the writers hooker, of Gremlins hookers, definitely are getting workers. laid by a bunch of yeah. modern feminists right now because if you position yourself as a feminist ally, like man, modern men like these like kind of like liberal types are just tripping over themselves to seem like the mo- the most like feminist guys ever because they think they're gonna get laid for it. Like 
I, I honestly do. think that it's like just a yeah, very self self interested sleazy as they, some of these, yeah ju- like just pickup artist types just as yeah that's exactly what it is like it's like whatever the game pickup yeah. artist guys like if you text a guy and ask him about feminism and you get like four paragraphs in return of like him describing like all the ways that he's a feminist <laughs> like like that guy's just yeah. trying to get laid don't mm-hmm. don't be mm-hmm. don't be fooled yeah yeah so. Perhaps he, we should come back to this uh, shortly. He, he, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's definitely <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, right. <laughs> some, theme, some themes in Wonder Woman. They want to get laid so bad that they, to prove a point to the girl they want to sleep with, they'd have sex with their gay friend <laughs> to show how progressive he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were we? What, you can probably trick guys into that. What was the trend that? we were talking about today? That like now the trend is. Oh, those like, memes where it's like, you wouldn't have yeah, sex like if, with this. This, this wasn't a meme. This was like a full-on article. No, this article. is like a full-on oh, article. article. Yeah, no, this yeah. is oh, like no, this is like a modern way right, of thinking well, now. Like, if you won't have sex with like a transgendered person, so somebody who like appears like if if I'm a man and have sex with someone else who has a penis, uh, then I'm just like a. I'm a, am I a homophobe or like homophobe? I think that I didn't read the article because I don't dare read these articles. But it was something <laughs> like. Uh, uh, if you won't have sex with a trans woman, which is a, a man who's transitioned into a woman, right? Then you're a homophobe, so, <laughs> or or like or something right. like that. Like or you're fair enough. I, I, <laughs> okay, sure. I, I, I'm a homophobe. Uh, just just define me into being anything that you want. Yeah. Like uh, let's just uh, you're you're a Nazi. Like if you oh, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you don't like the same brand of peanut butter that I like, uh, <laughs> that's that's just just change those terms around and yeah. just like make them mean whatever I guess. Uh, anyway, so sounds like a pretty good gremlin. Yeah, Greta, she's hot. If you won't have sex with a gremlin, then you're you're just Species as bad as phobe. Hitler. Like yeah, you're Hitler. Yeah, you're, you're species Literally phobe. Literally Hitler. That's a heteronormative uh, <laughs> life uh, point of view. <laughs> like, I don't know, yeah, we were talking about, like we were talking about microaggressions earlier, which I think are a real thing. But the term just sounds so it's dumb. so passive aggressive. Yeah, almost. it's just it's yeah. like like to he, like to, if anybody uses that in a sentence to describe something that happened to them, like I'm just tuned out immediately. Like I'm just like I've oh, never heard anybody use that like seriously. I don't know what it means. I don't want to know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to learn what it means. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like if somebody assumes something about you. Hey, I just said I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> well, maybe the listeners well, want to People who know, use that term, um, I'm assuming things about them. Not nice things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's just, there's just something so annoying about it, even though it's like, like, I don't know, like, it's like being a teenager, right? And, uh, yeah, the, oh, I'm going to microaggress somebody right now, by the way. Um, like, but it, it's like, you know, like, your, 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 your family, like, assumes uh, something about the music that you might like or, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, yeah. don't ask me about my day at school. Like, that's a microaggression. Like, I'm going through something as a teenager and I don't want to oh. talk to my parents. Like, you're really infringing. Like, <laughs> What's a macroaggression then? Is that, like, if you just yelled at them or something? <laughs> it's just an aggression. Yeah. Okay. No, I think I think that's <laughs> I like it's that a microaggression on like a grand scale, like where it's the same. I, I don't know, man. Like I'm getting really lost already. And, okay. And this hey, is so our that's show. That's gremlins. <laughs> so speaking of disgusting uh, <laughs> hooker gremlins, back to Wonder Woman. Um, so yeah, as I was saying, my theory on all these superhero movies is that it's the superhero part that's weighing that weighs it down to the point of collapse. 
I don't know, I don't know what to call this theory. Originally, I was calling it the super critical mass theory, but then I looked up what critical mass was, and it doesn't mean what I thought it was, so I can't call it that. Is that where something gets so big it collapses in no, itself? No, that's what I thought. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I thought critical mass was. It was something else. I don't remember what it was because it was, it was something too, less too cool. sciencey for okay. for, my, for my brain to care about when looking up names of theories but so you're just saying like when it gets too super you're like yeah you it's like there's too much superhero weight and then it, it it's the superhero density of the weight just it so can't hold itself so we, it we would call it like the, a dying star the event horizon of superhero <laughs> Uh, saturation. The super event horizon, or <laughs> I, I, the superhero <laughs> gravitational oh. collapse. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so, but my example of this, like bringing it back, bringing it back to uh, to Wonder superhero Woman. Superhero saturation is not a bad. Bringing it back to Wonder Woman, I I was watching this movie and I was like, okay, this is a decent enough movie. She gets she gets off the island and she's helping out uh, Steve John or Steve. Chris, Steve Chris. Yeah, that's what his name was. Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> it was Gabe, Steve, Trevor, Steve, Gabe, Kevin. There's a Trevor or a Tyler somewhere in there. I think. Alec, anyway, it was Alex Steve. Kevin. I know it was Steve something. I okay. don't think it was Steve Tyler because that would be dumb. Lead <laughs> <laughs> singer Vero Smith in this movie. Maybe that's his, his um, like, grandpa. So she wants, wants to some trivia about Steve Tyler. I got. She dozens. wants to help him on his mission. <laughs> I do too. She wants to help him on his mission to kill this uh, to kill this German general dude. Because she thinks he's yeah. the reincarnation of, of Ares, the god of war. So she's helping him, like, fight the war, uh, basically. And so she's super, like, she's never been to the real world. She's just been on this island uh, full of women soldiers the whole time. So she's kind of super naive to why, how men, like, the, the dark side of men or whatever. Right, yeah. So they're going through, like, the trenches on this battlefield. And then she's like, we got, we, you know, we got to stop to save all these. There's all, like, these like hungry and dying civilians and children and parents and whatever. And she's like, Oh, we got to, we got to stop to save them. And they're like, no wonder woman, yeah. wonder woman. We, we got a mission. To, yeah. We got, we got a mission to do. We got it. We got to stop this, uh, gas factory. We got to stop the, the we got to stop them from releasing the gas. Uh, oh, that's a classic. So we can't, yeah. we can't stop to save, you know, these, these, these couple hundred people. Cause we could save a hundred thousand people. And, and so the whole point of her character was that because she's so naive and she just wants to save everyone, but it's kind of, you know, it's just emotionally weighing, well weighing down on her. Idiots. It's just emotionally weighing down on her. Cause she she, she, she doesn't want to just walk past these people. And it's like, okay, I can, I can get behind this part of the movie. There's, there's something, something here character wise I can get behind. But then like, like that was the point of the movie where I was most on board. I was like, okay, I can handle this. They're, they're doing something yeah. more clever than just a superhero movie. And then the movie reminded me that this was a superhero movie. Uh, and she like removes her stupid jacket and she's got her, her Wonder Woman costume on. She climbs out of these trenches. She's like, no, I'm going to save everyone. I'll screw the mission for now. We can save these people. And, and she runs across this battlefield where there's like they they previously the soldiers couldn't cross it because there's just too much gunfire from the Germans, and she's like running across the battlefield in slow motion, and, and she's got her stupid arm gauntlets on. And she's like blocking all the bullets. I know no one can see what I'm doing listening <laughs> yeah. to this right now. Super but cheesy music. It was on. like so. It was almost laughably cheesy, which I laughed at a lot of the cheese in this but movie. But it like oddly. didn't fit like the minute before that. That was no. like her like oh, no, we want to save these people. It was all like kind of sad and like the horrors of war sort of moment. But then she's like yeah. We're Moves the jacket. And it's like blah, 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 and she's got her gauntlets yeah. like blocking the bullets running across it. That could and have been any point, song, by the way. At like. that point, I was in the th I was in the theater, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching a superhero movie right now." And I just realized this is when the movie gets dumb when she she busts out her her superhero powers because before it was like, 
yeah, it's like our plans to save a lot of people are stopping us from saving these people. That that's more interesting than no, but I can because I got superpowers and I was running yeah, so she field just does it anyway. Da, and then she <laughs> saves the day. Woo! It was like it probably was like the best action scene in the movie it that it led up to. But I just yeah. it was so dumb. I was like, okay, the interesting part was the horrors of war and someone being naive enough to not like just being introduced to, to the horrors of war. And then it gets to the superhero stuff, and I was like, oh. Oh, great. <laughs> this is a superhero movie I'm watching. Like, Because I think, I feel like it just distills any of the uniqueness of any character into, like, I, I don't know. Like, there's, it's like, it's like they just kind of quantize the story into place. Like, I it just locks onto the grid. I think like it's of, similar to what you're talking about, the, about the nerds focusing on the wrong thing. It's like, you know, it's fine for, to, to be witnessing a character with superhero powers, but at the point in the story when it becomes more about her powers than it does the actual, the, the, all of the character with powers and, and, and the personality and all, that's when it loses me. It's also like a post-Watchmen, like, kind of, like, society, right? Like, like I mean, I mean, like, it's like, what so you, you have Watchmen in the 80s, which is like basically saying we're, this is a, it's a post-superhero, sure. you know, comic book, right? Which yeah. is, which is kind of saying... You know, doesn't the superpowers don't actually save any because there's too many political and whatever, or the you know mankind is doomed from the start or or whatever, right? So then it's like, oh, oh well, let's just make like another like hundred you know superhero movies that forget about that, and it's it's just a little bit hard to take seriously mm-hmm. after a while, like when you've already kind of got something that's kind of dismantled that. Yeah. I think I mean now I'm now I'm just ripping on all superhero movies. I think there are stories to tell with those. I mean, like anybody with any ability. Uh, there's a good story to tell. Like somebody, somebody who is special. Like even if they're not a superhero yeah. mm-hmm. person, like that's a that can be an interesting Did, story. But to then hear when about. the movie becomes more about the ability than yeah. the actual person, yeah, then the person who is interesting because of that ability, it's like, well, it's just the ability itself. Like it's like, yeah. So I, like, I really it, think yeah. like these superhero movies are only good when they almost they just leave that off to the side a bit leave off the abilities to the side like I Logan think, like the dark knight mm-hmm. even though he's not like a, technically a, he doesn't have any but, powers right. but what about I think that it's why Stephen Hawking movie hit where he meets his wife that came out like last year <laughs> yeah what's uh-huh. his super he's what's special. his superpower again uh, he, he like can walk without moving his legs <laughs> 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 but like Deadpool yeah, for example it? is like that movie got once again that ultimate climax at the end was the worst part of the movie I would say and like the movie you know the jokes were 50% hit and miss but yeah. he was an interesting superhero not because he could heal or like because he could do acrobatics but yeah, because he was fun he's not interested because of his or, powers like I think that my understanding of Deadpool overall is that he is almost in a way a bit of a satire of superheroes because yeah. he's not interesting because of the powers he has. He's they, they don't focus on the he's powers interesting that because, much at all. Because he has all these powers and he doesn't act like all the other superheroes. Yeah. Like he's a weirdo and he just, just doesn't take anything seriously. It's just like, I that's just, the part of him that's it, interesting to the, me. At the least. problem is just like how, at what point can a classic superhero be interesting still? I don't think I can. Like, like <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, I think like superhero, like I, like I said, I've, I've come to this epiphany where I don't think I like superhero. It's just stuff. really weird that we have this thing. And I used where to love like, it as a kid. Like we have, like yeah, we have like these these entities, like Wonder Woman, that are like coming from I don't even know when it started, like the seventies or whatever. It or was the an 60s. early one. No, no, it was like maybe like forties or like 50s. like just like, like a total one. another time where that it, like those like the ideologies that made those interesting. 
like or like to the people at the time. Yeah. Like, you know, like you've got this war going on, right? So like people are having certain feelings and then you like, yeah, you have like this power yeah. fantasy. Like that, that's like, like where Superman came from. Yeah, it gives you yeah. it gives you power where you don't have any and like you can escape into that. Like mm-hmm. at what point is that not relevant to us anymore? Like in twenty seventeen, like it's like I, I don't like I, I, yeah, I just like I. It's just really weird. It's just like it's kind of like this anachronistic thing where it's like you just taking them out of time, and it's like this. It what is it? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop getting so abstract here. Let's get on. <laughs> yeah, your technical terms, so, you so, nerd. Oh uh, yeah. Like I'm just the example I gave Oops. of her of her running across the battlefield. Like that was that wasn't even that was far from the worst of it. That was her just again the movie reminding you that this is this is a superhero movie. Yeah, like that scene was dumb, but it was. Like I said, far from the worst of it. The movie kind of mm-hmm. takes off from there because that's when the movie acknowledges that it's a superhero movie. And it all, of course, like just like you were saying before, it just devolves toward a big, dumb, like super epic yeah. uh, fight scene. But she does bang uh, Chris Pine first. That's true. She does do that. So my, no, yeah. I, I, I mentioned in an earlier episode, oh, my, yeah. my kind of judge, my idea of the, the fight scene is, uh, you know, she the, sat on his forehead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fight is uh, it's it's and it's a metaphor for the emotional tension in the movie. At, no, the, no, at the very least, the emotional conflict between the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah, yeah. It, it, whatever's being established in that scene. So if there's no emotional tension or whatever, then the fight scene is 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 lacking. So yeah. are there points? So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as kind of a rubric to grade fight scenes. In the future, for the most for the most part, unless there's just some awesome martial arts or something, sure. which is just cool on its own. So, like it, it, I said, it really ramps up from here. And spoiler alert for this um, most ah, mostly, but I haven't seen it for this mostly okay movie. Um, <laughs> it turns out the general dude that she thought was the reincarnation of Ares, the god of war, it wasn't him. He was just a jerk. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> a big jerk. But then the actual reincarnation of Ares reveals himself. And it's like, so when you think Ares, the god of war, what are you picturing in your head? Like that that guy from God of War, the video game? But like just (laughs) just visually as... Like a muscular guy. What actor would you use? Probably a big guy. What actor? Uh, Vince Vaughn. What I'm getting at is like when most people think Bruce of like Ares, the god of war, they're probably thinking of like this hulking man, yeah. like maybe with like a flaming sword like or somebody who's or whatever. I could imagine like maybe like a slimmer guy, but who's like pretty muscular still, who yeah. like just like intimidating at the very least, you would imagine, right? Like I could think of somebody maybe with more of a strategic look, like you know, because like Michael wars. Fassbender could do it, maybe. Yeah, I think Michael Fassbender could do it. I'm not, I'm not necessarily thinking actor, I just mean like as a visual design. For well, like what, else, what am I gonna do describe like my dad like i anyway, we have to use actors because so, people know what they look like so but the thing is <laughs> it turns out aries the god of war is just like some guy with a mustache like does he got like a twirly mustache that no goes, like, no it's not a villainous ears. mustache it's just like, <laughs> yeah. like is it like a hitler stash he looks like fucking murray from flight of the concords like that's what i imagined <laughs> the whole time i was like murray. this is aries the god of war and then it shows like Prison? flashbacks of him like being defeated by the the old greek amazons or whatever and he's just like he just looks like office worker with a mustache like <laughs> and it was so comically stupid looking 
Yeah. I was like, really? Well, that's like, because uh, the modern day villains are, of course, rich people and like, like, business. Anyone people. who doesn't know what I'm talking about, just do a little quick Google search here of right Murray from Flight of the Concords. Oh, oh sorry, I was gonna say villain. All right, no, no, just no, 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 just type in Murray Flight of the Concords. I know who Murray visual, looks like. Yeah, you're like, good. Then. That's what he looks like. That's I, what the yeah. that's what Ares, the god of war, looks like. And then it devolves into this crazy epic CGI fight scene, and and uh, and he so like boring. he uses the rubble because they're on like an airport to stop yeah. the plane. From releasing gas. Is this the guy? Um, is that the guy? No, that's the guy she thought that that was Ares, the god of war. Okay. It turns out he wasn't. Now that was just jerk. Roman General Ares. jerk. Okay, I'll, I'll check it. Anyway, out. Um, yeah, he's throwing rubble. And at he's her like, and stuff. like they're on this airport, and there's like there's lots of crazy explosions. <laughs> he does look like Murray. <laughs> yeah, he looks, he <laughs> he's like. <laughs> and it was just the most like like this is this is not an intimidating looking figure for then, your main villain and who's the, Ares, the god of war. And then they show like the photo of him in the comic yeah. book, and it's like this guy who's got like armor okay, and like so red they sort eyes. Of, they sort of change. So anyway, they're right. fighting in like this this crazy rubble, and and things have exploded. So there's all these like broken airships and cement around them, and he uses his powers to make like to 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 tele telekinetically lift like armor and mold it over himself, and it kind of looks like, oh, like okay, that crazy cool. armor, but it's, like, made out of rubble. But you can still see his face through, <laughs> through his crazy still see helmet. Murray. You can still see his stupid mustache. <laughs> and it's like, yes. Ares. just Wonder Woman, yeah. the big epic fight scene between her and Murray from Flight of the Cosmos. <laughs> Ares, uh, God of War. Prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that scene for Flight of the Concords. They're always like they're in their, Murray is they're they're in their three person yeah. Yeah, band meetings. Uh, Brit, prison. <laughs> Murray, prison. He's like he reads off Student, his own his name. official minutes. Yeah, yeah he reads yeah. off his own name and then says that he's present, <laughs> so he can check himself off. Yeah. So yeah, the movie just co- yeah. at this point, like I was, it was hard for me to tell what was going on, uh, like with my hand over my face. Like, I, I couldn't almost couldn't <laughs> I see, couldn't what see was the movie. Going. Yeah, I couldn't see the movie. It was like watching was like, the movie in 3D. Oh, God. By the way, I, uh, I almost, like, the showing I was going to see last night was a 3D show. Yeah, I was going to well, be I was going to walk idiot. out of that theater in shame and come to you that guys this morning. That ending fight would be rough in 3D. Like, I, yeah. I, I would... I would puke i was I w- yeah i was gonna have to make like a and confessional disgust. live on air and and bow my head in shame mm-hmm. luckily i was able to miss the movie yeah. and be totally ill-prepared so i'm much better off as far as my pride goes uh, <laughs> so anyway and then she ends up like even dumber like they gotta ramp up the crazy epicness she ends up because obviously Ares, the god of war is is stronger than her she even broke her crappy little sword. I think, yeah. Didn't she break the sword? She breaks it. Yeah. It turns out that she's the, the god sword. killer, oh, not yeah, the sword. She's yeah. the god killer. So she killer. realizes she was actually... The power the was within her all along. And then she, she literally Great. she literally defeats the villain with by with the power of love. Because she realizes... Oh, she, reali- like she, she gets back, a bunch of gay people around she, <laughs> and they have a parade. <laughs> she thinks <laughs> back... Out of war. She thinks back about, about uh, Steve, Chris... Yeah, about Chris Pine's character because again, spoiler alert: like he dies, he sacrifices himself to stop the gas from being released, and then she and she they they kind of fall for each other. Like right, kind of last moment, she realizes she loves and they love each other. Blah blah. Uh, And then she thinks back. She's like, all the horrible things you say about uh, humanity are true, but. but there's so much more than Wasn't that. Wasn't that what happened with the Guardians of the Galaxy? That's exactly too. what I was about to say. <laughs> That's how the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie ended. They defeated the villain with friendship. It's <laughs> like, oh, with the power you know, of friendship. You know what? We you know did it. What's <laughs> so what's so lame about this? Like, I mean, obviously I didn't see the Wonder Woman one, but um, 
It's just, it's actually lamer. It's way it's, lamer. They, oh, really? It's, yeah, because it's like, at least with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's, it was a stupid kind of comedic little dance scene they did yeah. or whatever. Like, he's kind of poking fun at this big arcing villain by just, like, dancing moronically in front of him. Wonder Woman, she, like, stands up, she gives this heroic speech. She's just a speech as she's, she's marching to him and, and blocking she's not, his shots. She's not the, the worst actress, but she's not that great either. She's she's maybe, I don't know, she's very yeah. average. And, like, it just came across as so hokey, like, just basically, I'm going to defeat you with the power of love and I was like oh, oh <laughs> well, boy but, and she's like surrounded by flame and rubble but and was, shit I was like oh God, this is the worst here's, yeah. here's the real question though was Huey Lewis in the news playing while she said that no it was just some generic like orchestral superhero piece it was really lame it could be pretty funny that would that, no, that, the power of love no that would have won it back for me that, that <laughs> yeah, would have yeah. loved that that would have been fantastic um, so what's so lame about this too is like it's always this like ethereal force love and like uh -huh. they just kind of join their hands like it like I, I don't know i can just imagine like gandhi or like some like you know ancient like rabbi or like people being like just their head in like their hand over their like face and just in shame like they're like like burning themselves alive to like protect their friends and like like a real expression of love like which is sacrificing for somebody yeah and then, no no it's just magic you just like you just shoot it at people like it's just, <laughs> like it's like it's, it was it, almost literally yeah. that <laughs> yeah it's like it, it was one notch below that like it's like isn't like if like to I think I've said before, like, you know, to me, the the best movie about, like, love and friendship is Lord of the Rings. Like, that's the main theme. Lord of the Rings is a, is a, it's a movie about friends who are able to overcome something because of their bonds of their, their, their relationship together. Like, that's, that's what it's about. And yeah. it's like, so they overcome <laughs> trials and tribulations and they, you know, they're trying to help each other, Frodo and Sam, whatever. They're always... Like, they're always watching each other's backs and being good friends. And, like, that's a good story about love. No, love is just magic that you shoot at people, actually. Yeah. Like, it's just something that comes easy. Um, I love my wife. Well, she's a cripple now. Well, I don't feel that love anymore. I'm out of here. Like, yeah. you know, definitely it's more loving to leave because I don't have the feelings. Like, yeah. that's what love is. It's a feeling that you have. And if it goes away, I guess you don't love it. I, I don't love my kid anymore. It does, doesn't feel too good. I guess yeah. I'll just leave him in a dumpster. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what love's all about. Like, it's not about, like, sacrificing to, like, for someone's well-being or anything like well, that. If you guys had to compare the love saving the day or whatnot uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy and Wonder Woman to Interstellar, which one do you oh. think is more egregious? Well, with Interstellar, it was just the one scene where Anne Hathaway is. Yeah, like, but that was and, pretty bad. And also, it was really bad, it, it, but it, it kind of went away, and then it reared its its head a bit at the end. This yeah. was like a full fight but scene. With, okay, yeah. based around the, it. This the, was worse. The thing is, okay. yeah, with Interstellar, if they had left that scene out with yeah. Anne Hathaway, the movie would have just continued on. Like, like they didn't fill any holes. Like they had a no, movie. They it, had a movie it that it kind of, kind it kind of, of like I said, well, when it comes back at the end and it turns out she was, she was kind of right, and there's like this kind of ethereal thing of love going. On. But they don't push it too hard, other than the one scene. That's a was they, a yeah. Real no, best. I agree. They should have removed the. And scene. I had a huge hard on for that movie. Like I mean, you were bringing me down a lot on it because like you you <laughs> disliked it way more, and that but scene I still. Most I like most of that movie, but it it they they trips on its shoelaces. That scene pretty hard still stood out for me, like as just horrible though. Like I like, yeah, like it even was, it even was with, everyone thought that even part, with rose colored yeah. glasses I could not look past it <laughs> that part was notably bad but so anyway the point of all of this like I don't need to go too hard into the plot of Wonder Woman but the point is, is it starts as a pretty quaint little movie someone who's very naive and new to the world of man and then 
uh, having to deal with the horrors of war and our, our inherent darkness. And then it just becomes a fight scene mm-hmm. where she's fighting, like, Murray dressed in yeah. flaming armor. <laughs> and she's, like, using her power gauntlets and crazy explosions. It's like, yeah, uh, you yeah get the movie guitar lost. riffs going. This movie yeah. starts to get weighed down by the superhero stuff. And yeah. As soon as there's too much superhero weight... It just the the bridge collapses and it and it becomes a bad movie and I think I think superhero movies have an inherent bad quality because of the superhero part of it. Right. Do you That's guys my wa- theory anyway. You guys want to get paid today? Please, I, I need the money. Okay. I like to get paid. So uh, even if I don't do anything to earn it. Yeah. Especially let, if I don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's uh, I didn't realize you were voting for Bernie Sanders next year. <laughs> I, I you always talk about how much Bernie. you hate him, but I will, turns out you love I him. will take whatever benefits me at that moment. <laughs> Bernie so, Sanders benefits me at that moment? All right. Um, Larry Johnson at this moment, <laughs> I'm in. What do you got for me, boys? Okay, uh, so Today's episode, today's sponsor is a public service. Of the week. Yeah, (laughs) today's sponsor (laughs) um, is uh, Ma, Mothers Against Willy Wonka. That's uh, M-A-W-W. What do these mothers Um, have against Willy Wonka? So this is a a good cause here, Andy. It's to protect mothers and our nation's I mean, if they're paying me, it's a pretty good cause. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So if you remember... What do these moms got to say? If if you remember in Willy Wonka, you know, the, the kids are going through the factory and one by one they're getting... Taken out by their by their own greed or fat. desires, or they're getting stuck in a tube. Yeah. Um, and if you remember, there's one scene where uh, Violet Beauregard eats the bubble gum and blows up into a, like into a, a giant like blueberry. A big blueberry. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I haven't seen the movie for a long time. I mean, you'd watch it, but I'm, that's I, the I one thing that. I remember. I, I think every, it's one of those things you can yeah. just always. It's so iconic you can remember yeah. it. So Muller, Muller's against Willy Wonka. Mother's against oh, Willy Wonka. Oh, here so we the, go. The blueberry. See what's going on. The blueberry. <laughs> all your own crappy companies that we've been <laughs> advertising for this whole time. As long as you're getting paid, you don't care. That's true. The the blueberry girl scene in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory movie mm-hmm. um, has fallen too many of our young youngsters to blueberry girl fetishes, spawning all sorts of disgusting body morphing and inflation and other weird sexual fetishes. Just go to Google, search for blueberry girl porn, and you'll find some of the most depraved content that the internet has to offer. So is this like a... Mothers Against Willy Wonka is taking a stand. They're like a pro-body shaming organization? Is that what I'm hearing here? Well, it's to protect. It's to protect the youth here. Yeah, they, I, yeah. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're into that whole p- body positive thing. Hey, uh, well, maybe big, disgusting, fat blue women are just as pretty uh-huh. as the rest of them. All right, pal. How, how dare you? You sexist. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> so back back to the ad here. So the original Gene Wilder was, movie was bad enough, but now with the 2000s Tim Burton remake with all its modern animation, our Ugh. youth don't stand a chance against this type of perversion. So join Mothers Against Willy Wonka so we can protect our nation's youth. Was there big, fat, disgusting blue people in the Johnny Depp one? Well, it's, the same, it. same, it's the same scene. But oh, they, they have this? Yeah, yeah but they have like a... Me- I've never seen it. What kind of they fucking like- loser watches that movie? Did you watch that I movie? I think I saw it when it came yeah, out. Okay. I would. I think I would have been like 14 <laughs> years old or something, so yeah. it would have made more Still sense. Still a loser back then. <laughs> <laughs> even even when I was 14. Yeah. So uh, thanks thanks for sponsoring. I, I, I don't know if it's the same organization that's, you know, the Mad Mothers Against uh, Drunk driving or whatnot but they yeah. seem to be they seem to be uh you know taking all the important causes these mothers uh mothers against uh you know well i'm glad a, a non-profit organization has, is paying has taken us an interest to in, advertise in us 
is our very prestigious, proper company that uh, we definitely <laughs> yeah. get bolsters so, our credibility. Speaking of Steven Tyler, we mentioned him earlier. Uh-huh. Frontman of Aerosmith. I remember. Do you guys remember Pop Up Video on Much Music? Yes, I recall Pop Up Video. It was, it was like they show a music video and then. Uh, it was like, like little, the notes about, little, uh, little trivia yeah. facts. The notes about yeah. nothing on the Seinfeld. Speaking of Gene Wilder, you got to watch Blazing Saddles with pop-up video because ah. you won't get any of the references if you're not like 50 years old. Yeah. And it'll pop up and give you the context for all the satirical jokes. So I, saw, I saw one Aerosmith video. They had a pop-up video thing. And I remember right at the beginning it said, Steven Tyler lost his virginity to a transvestite hooker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Thinking, oh, okay. That, that's still like, whenever I think of Steven Tyler. That's all you I'm think like, about? Yeah, that's all I think about. Did you read that, uh, that fact this week? I was talking about one of their like, hit songs, and Steven Tyler heard it on the radio, and he was like, hey, we should do a cover of that song. That, that, that song sounds great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his bandmates Because like, his brain is so fucked from doing drugs. Yeah. His, one of his was band- it his own song? Yeah, one of his yeah. bandmates is like, that's our song, you idiot. <laughs> like, that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's, a, I, that's a good story. I can see why that's a popular trivia about them. Um, so speaking of transvestite hookers, back to Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, so the other notable thing about... It's, it's almost comedic about Wonder Woman is, is how much it's being... Uh, heralded as this great uh, victory for for feminism because it was yeah. a critic- feminism is dead. It was a- <laughs> <laughs> our sexism is dead. Sex- sexism is <laughs> finally so yeah, like every fucking hack internet blogger yeah. click as if it's not the most obvious opinion YouTuber. SJW sack of shit. Like everyone being like, <laughs> look, this movie's successful and look at all the money it's making. What a what a great like victory for, for women, this stupid this super, superhero this, movie. This super this this okay superhero movie is. <laughs> and I was thinking like you couldn't going into watching this movie, if you spend any time on the internet, you can't help but see those things. So it's like I'm trying to ignore all of that because it's annoying and just just judge it as a movie. And maybe I'll get some comedic horseshit to pull and bring into the show. Um, but so I was sitting there in the theater, and I couldn't help but notice, like just waiting for the waiting for the movie to start when they had the horseshit trivia on. Like it was a mostly not a sold out theater, but mostly packed theater. Like how many women were at this this showing of Wonder Woman that I saw? It was like ninety percent or higher. Really? Whoa. Yeah, it was like Weird. an insane. Number. I wonder like, how many people from Ma. That's the only were reason there. I. That's the reason I. That's the only reason I even noticed it. Usually during the stupid like trivia, I'm just on my phone waiting for the movie to start, like the ten minutes before the movie. But I just couldn't help but notice. It's like, man, like there's probably like ten guys here, max, including me. And I started thinking about, like, while sitting in the theater during this, reading a statistic uh, from like a couple years ago. I'm sure, it's changed. I haven't looked into it. But I read this uh, statistic that were like uh, the ratio of female to male gamers, video gamers, was 50, it was fi- like pretty much 50-50. It was like 51-49, so pretty much 50-50. And I, always, I remember reading that and thinking it was really weird because I, as my experience, like I would, I would be disgusted to identify myself as a gamer, but I do play video games. And you play uh, a lot of video games. Let's I, not undersell I this. Know, like, I know, I know, a few people. That, like I thought I did too, uh, but then yeah, like, like you probably play like, like ten or fifteen hours of games a week. Uh, I play for maybe an hour a day more. But on, on the weekends, more you on like a weekend play... if I have nothing going on. Yeah. 
So it's more, but like during the week, I'll maybe get an hour in a day. Yeah, yeah, lucky. sure. But I, th and I thought that was maybe a lot until I talked to like some people at my work who play a lot more video games and like they just played like tons. So I don't think I'm that crazy. But even if I did play a lot of games, like the idea of like part of my identity being like, well, I'm, a, I'm a gamer. That's because I so, play games. Someone that's might mistake who I am. <laughs> like, I, I'm not that. Someone might mistake you for being a nerd, and that's why it's so shameful. Uh, Bring back nerd shaming. Yeah, more sure. more Hashtag. nerd shaming. Ner here's a good here's a good nerd thing to do is that statistic you just brought up is mm -hmm. really caring whether it's accurate. Like that's a really good nerd. Sure. Wait, 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 wait. Did you check that? Is that a most recent stat? Like, yeah. uh, it's <laughs> yeah. like so you anyway, can't tell the story without it. Like I, verification. So the, <laughs> the, the statistic being that the yeah the male to female ratio of of gamers of modern gamers is like uh, fifty fifty. It's like fifty percent. And I I thought that was. It felt weird to me because I have known basically no girls growing up or women now that play video games at all. And I think the only experience I've had with playing video games with a girl is the same experience that everyone seems to have. Uh, and involving Super Mario. But what's the one thing you notice if We've you ever... We've had this talk. Because every time, yeah. I, like, having a conversation about video games yeah. with girls, I was like, oh, I, I love video games. I used to play... Uh, Super well, by Mario the way, brother. this is the part of the show where I'm going to come across like a huge asshole. Yeah. But, um, uh, the one thing I was like, oh, yeah, was, just me, this and my, part? me and my brother used to play Super Mario Brothers all the time. And yeah. I remember I was with a buddy, uh, a buddy and, and, and another <laughs> one of our friends who was a girl. We were playing, I think, Super Mario World. This was a little while yeah. ago. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm really good at this game. Here, here I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll play are, too. Man. And then what, what's... In your experience playing Super Mario, any of the Super Mario Brothers with a girl, what's the one thing that they don't do that drives you? Holding Y! They, they don't hold down the they run button. They don't hold They don't why. hold annoying. down the fucking run button. <laughs> and they're not in a constant state of holding down the goddamn run button, which is what everyone, oh. everyone knows you're supposed to be doing in, in any platformer that has a run option. You should always be holding that fucker down. Um, I, we did not plan to all say that, by the way. Like we, <laughs> no. It was like immediately... I did not prep you guys was, on this at no, all. No. Plain as day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so awful. it's a pretty universal experience, but I remember like how can you even so, play the game? Like I don't even think I could beat the game without holding Y. It's ridiculous. Like so, she she this 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 and girl, I beat Donkey Kong Country when I was three, so that means something. This, this girl is uh, is playing Super Mario Brothers, not even not even touching that run button. She didn't know that that run button exists, and she's just walking and jumping and just barely making jumps over the pits because. You can't without running. You should always be holding down the fucking... It's so frustrating to watch someone <laughs> oh, play any of those platforms and they're just strolling at a casual pace, just walking down the side. And like to hear some sort of argument why you shouldn't do it is... In, is it's horrifying. But yeah, and my, <laughs> my buddy was just sitting there, sitting there watching her plays and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hold down the rim just freaking out. <laughs> it's so frustrating to watch. And that is about 99% of my experience of playing video games with girls. Um, so I think I thought of that with, during the statistic, and I'm like, how, like they must be pulling these numbers from somewhere. They didn't just make, I'm assuming they didn't just make this up. If they, maybe they did, I didn't look into it because I don't care that much. Um, but I started thinking, like, I wonder if those numbers are heavily 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 inflated by the number of women playing stupid like facebook games and mobile like like, like candy, crush, candy crush or like a mo Bejeweled, mobile mobile phone games would also fall under this category it's like 
because that's because I see like any of like my like the Facebook moms I have on my Facebook, like my mom or my aunt or whatever. Yeah. Like those are the only types playing. Those they're stupid, playing Farmville. They're playing at Farmville and Candy Crush. <laughs> they're sending you like invites if you haven't been smart enough to block them. Um, <laughs> and I just bet. I was like, yeah, I bet if you include all the stupid yeah. horse shit games that girls are always playing on Facebook and shit, that probably brings it up to about fifty percent. Um, this is a theory I've been working on. Um, and I think it relates to these movies as well, because I'm willing to bet there's something out there be like, you see, we need more female representation in movies because it's about uh, 50% of the audience. But for the most part, again, I'm willing to bet the number of women going to like, these types of movies is heavily inflated by two things. Movies like Wonder Woman or Resident Evil. like or the, Yeah, there's a female protagonist. Yeah, female protagonist action yeah. hero movie. Uh, or I think this is bringing the numbers up even more is the number of, of girls that are just dragged there by their boyfriends. Yes. Oh, right. Exactly. Because they get say. dragged to like yeah. shit like Fifty Shades of Grey and other disgusting rom-com movies. Like Disgusting, pervert. We need, where's a Mothers Against Fifty, 50 shades, shades of Brown? Fifty Shades. <laughs> yeah. So I think, these, I think these numbers that, 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 that they're trying to push forward as being like, see, it's, it's pretty much uh, equal or whatever. But those numbers are inflated by stupid horse shit. By Candy Crush, <laughs> by by Farmville. This is, I've, yeah, it's a theory I've been working on. I think I'm gonna. And I, I've got two names for it. This is the Candy Crush inflation theory, or or this is. I don't want to go with the second name because just no, just stick with it's one. Too mean. One one's good. It could also be known as the feminist media inflation theory, but the word feminism just brings no, no, out no. such anger. Can, in people, candy so. Candy Crush is a yeah. Is it's got a, it's, a, it, it's very it's very marketable. Yeah. Um, but so what my theory... The C-C-I-T. Yeah, it's a good theory. And but, but what do you... Th- like, do, do, do I sound wrong? By the way, I haven't researched any of this, so... Um, I don't understand it. What, what, what don't <laughs> were you, you Were you zoned out for a while? No, no, I wasn't zoned out. I was listening. I just, like, I don't, I don't get... Well, when, if, you're, when you're talking about things being inflated, like movies like Resident Evil, I'm like, yeah, or Wonder Woman, I'm like, yeah, but there's not many of those per year, so that can't possibly impact the, the Yeah, but, then, but like like I said, when I was in the theater for Wonder Woman, it was like, man, there was so many women. I know, but that's only one movie out of like, you know, however many sure, blockbusters that's why I said more so, I think those numbers are being inflated by the by, by women being dragged there by their by their boyfriends. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, I think it's a combination um, of two. I think, it's, I think you're probably right. It's less about the first one, because there are... But, Less of those types of movies. Who's who's going to the theater? Like you don't declare your gender when you buy a ticket. I don't know. How are they, they measuring this? Credit card info, maybe. Oh, maybe. And or that. maybe they're just so. So there's a there's look into that either. There's a good place where this uh, this any of these studies could be like swayed as like which movies because they're no like statistics is like you just pull small demographics and you expand them. Yeah. So it's like what if the movies that they're polling people are are like these really female movies like like they're oh, a, yeah, like they're not like checking yeah. all the movies or it's like the area and location they're like doing a head like, count in Los Angeles of people walking in one yeah, day. Like, oh yeah. look, look, look we're in the, we're, we're in San Francisco. I guess there are like 50% trannies like in you <laughs> in the US. <laughs> like we'll just expand. Yeah. Or like like you know it's like like yeah, I don't know. I'm very suspect of this uh no but like movie going like i don't know like lots i don't think i see like i feel like it's 50 50 when i go to the theater well here's here's but you're talking about whether it matters yeah well well that's that's like whether you should make movie making decisions this is the part of my theory that i can't that 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 the theory doesn't equate i don't get the point of the theory basically because like for me like the sjw like or what whatever like 
the idea is, well, if we made more women-focused movies, women would go to them. And it seems like what you're saying is that is true because they make a movie like Wonder Woman and more women go to them. No, so, no, no, because I think what they're saying is like it, 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 uh, females like superhero movies and, and, and dumb video games just as just as much as the boys, so there should be more stuff uh, representing that audience. And I... I, right. I yeah, that's think, a that's I a dumb argument. More superhero, and but I, that's the argument. But that's I feel, argument I feel like I've seen. I feel like it's they're making an argument that's very similar to a reasonable argument, which is if there was more like female focused games or movies, then more women would would do them. But why? Which do, is why probably do, true. Why do they? Why do they care? Who's who's who's? Why are so many them? women seeing Wonder Woman? I don't. I, well, because there's I don't so know because anyway. there's an agenda. Like I don't. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> why is anybody? The part that my theory doesn't account for, like all scientific, like all proper scientific theories, uh, is is the why. Why are they trying to inflate? Because I think these numbers are inflated. Why are they trying to inflate the number of women interested in crappy video games like Assassin's Creed and and dumb? Superhero movies. Like why? Why would you want to inflate? Because they're bored. Why? why <laughs> I don't know. Why would feminist groups want to inflate the number of women watching stupid shit like Wonder Woman? They should be proud of the fact that that less, like less of us <laughs> are going to see these movies because they're fucking stupid. Like, like I just think like. These movies are so dumb, and the people who really love them, I just think like you have the worst taste in, <laughs> in, in movies if you love these superhero movies that are just so bland and boring. Like, like what a win for feminism that movie is. Like, see, see, women like stupid shit just as much as men. See, <laughs> women, women are just as. We'll show you. Women, women are, are just as dumb as men. Because okay? <laughs> I always thought like, yeah, like, like this is this is a positive attribute that less of you are going to see. This like this is we should. Be a moment of, of, of pride. But then I, I see this and I think, oh, maybe. I well, thank you, feminism. Mm. I didn't realize that that women were so stupid. <laughs> I didn't realize that they were just as dumb as all these people that, that love these. I didn't all realize that they wanted to just shovel these horrible movies down their fucking throats, just like the boys. They're just as dumb and gluttonous as the boys. But then I started thinking about this. Like, I was thinking about this right after watching the movie. Like, why are they so proud? Like, why would they be so proud of this? And why would they want to inflate these numbers? And then I'm driving home from the theater, and I see, some, I see a homeless woman, and she's, she's on a bike, and she has one of those little, like, bike trailers full of garbage. <laughs> Where's the story uh, going? Full, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Full of garbage. And then I thought... Wow, you know, what another win for feminism, like this disgusting sacrifice. I didn't realize that, that women could be just as homeless and disgusting and a real piece of shit shoveling garbage across the street. Like, what are you talking what another, about? Another, another win for feminism this one is. I have no idea what you mean I just mean, like, like, gener like, generally speaking, like, like, most of the homeless, there's a lot more homeless men than women. And it's like, why would you want to inflate the numbers, like, like make yeah. it appear that there are so many homeless women? Like, what a right. win! Just, just like, just like inflating the numbers of 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 women that are interested in movies. It's like, what a win for feminism that was. I just saw this disgusting homeless lady. Like, she, like, I real, real like, she was like a crackhead looking homeless person. Man, you you hate the homeless. Libertarians do not like homeless people. No, um, and neither do I. Like, but like, I, I don't know. I feel like if I feel like the you know, feminist ally person would be like, like they they try to make it seem like there were more homeless women because they like we need more monies for like like so I think the opposite would be like 
No, but it's about the taking pride in it because they take pride in being like, oh, we love superhero movies too. We're gamer nerds too, nerd pride, blah, 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 blah. But to me, it's like, yeah, it's like being proud of being a fucking homeless piece of shit, like dragging garbage <laughs> down the street. <laughs> it's like being proud of that. Why, why, why are you being proud of this? Why would you want to make it appear this way? Why would you want, if this is true, why would you want to reveal this truth? Well, we better uh, wrap this episode up because I have to go down to the soup kitchen and get some food soup. ready for... So These can, I, <laughs> can I just mention a couple issues I had with this movie? So, sure. Muller, I'm going to try to explain something to you. It's, this is actually funner because you haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. So, Aries. So, I didn't really care that much that I haven't seen it. So, Aries, you know this uh, mustache twirling guy? Murray from so, the Concord. Mustache twirling would be cool. This is just dude yeah. with a with dude with office, work, mustache. office mustache. So, in, in this movie, Muller, Chris Pine plays a spy. Okay. So what Wonder Woman, kind of, he's he's spying on the Germans, and then uh, he was running from the. They found him and chased him, and actually, that's, that's on, on that note. I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah. he's he's a British guy spying on the who, on, yeah. on the on the Germans who can't speak German, who can't speak German, and doesn't have a British accent in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> Nor does he fake a German accent oh, or a British exactly. accent. It's just yeah. typical American accent. It was so like it, so. The uh, guy who plays Ares ends up being Chris Pine, who's a spy. His his boss. So, like, what are the odds that, like, him and Wonder Woman hook up and then Ares happens to be that guy's boss? Well, you think he was probably just looking over him. As my, as I my cannot. No, it was so far-fetched, man. I cannot so understand what you're saying. Thank you. You proved my point. I <laughs> also, the awesome part about this movie gave me a lot of laughs. So what accents did the Amazonians have? Oh, what were the, they well, all had, like, I'm this assuming weird amalgamation. Like, I'm assuming there were Israeli accents because... <laughs> Because, no, no, I only, I only say that because the, the actress Gal got it, got it. Yeah. She, she's Israeli. That's the only reason I say it. Dude, that. no, okay. So Robin Wright. And she, she can't pull she, off any other accent. No, Robin Wright, is Robin Wright in it? Yeah. yeah she's, she's one of the she's Amazonians. Is she, um, she does this mix between like a Russian and like a Scandinavian accent. She kind of flipped. And then the queen chick was doing like this weird Irish. Like, like none of them had a consistent accent. They were just kind of like told... Just you know, do your best accent, and then that—that's what you'll do. And like, I—it was so funny. Like, well, every chick that spoke had I a think, different accent. I think it's partly because, like I said, I don't—I no, think I don't hate the main actress, but yeah. she's not that creative. There was a couple moments where I was, I was, I was feeling like a little bit of. Wasn't she like Keanu she Reeves? Was French. No, she's Israeli. Ah. Um, I think <laughs> it was just. Who knows? I—I don't think she's like I said. She's not terrible, but she's not right. the greatest actress, and I don't think she can do. Different accents. I don't think she I don't know what Chris Pine's excuse was because he's supposed to be a British soldier. Yeah, that was as weird. A German spy. He doesn't speak either accent. No. Just a straight up American accent. Like he looks like the most typical American yeah. G.I. Joe type character. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, did you find it funny? This, this is another side note I had thought that doesn't fit into either of my theories at all. Uh, but just a little side thought. You know the drunk Irish dude that was in the yeah. movie, the, the sniper guy? Yeah. And they built up, like, they, they had this interesting <laughs> setup. They were like, because in, the, in the, 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 the first fight scene that I was talking about, and he's a sniper, and there's, there's, a, there's a sniper, there's an uh, opposing sniper in a tower. He's like, I'll take him out, uh, but he can't do it. And then they, they, they talk later. It's like, well, why couldn't he, why couldn't he do it? Why didn't he do it? Because he doesn't even try, I don't yeah. think. He's like, well, you know, he's, he's got some problems, and it shows him drinking. And implying that, like, he's a soldier who's kind of lost his way, and he's, he sure, was yeah. once this great sniper. And I thought, okay, this is a setup. Gonna, yeah, he'll he's, save He's going to have a moment later where it not necessarily saves the whole day, but yeah. saves this one moment where he pulls yeah. off a shot and kind of 
puts his dark alcoholism or whatever it was that was haunting him. That just doesn't happen. They don't. That didn't, it just, it's this huge setup because they really yeah. make a focal point of it. Nothing happens to that. Nothing happens. <laughs> Wonder Woman just all. jumps into that building, the guy you couldn't shoot. She's like, oh, I'll just do it then. So just like jumps into the building and like crushes the guy yeah. in the building. And it was like, oh, they, we but don't it was even a notable him. setup. Like they had a it scene was, yeah. where the camera was just focused on him. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he, he can't do it anymore. The setup and the payoff problems. is another. G- it could be like a deleted scene, but like. Maybe. It's yeah, because he doesn't do anything for this. Yeah. Like, he's there. It's another yeah. good, like, evaluative tool that we've c- kind of gained here is that setup mm-hmm. and payoff thing uh, recently. Yeah. Um, so we had the Candy Crush inflation theory. Mm-hmm. What was your first theory? Uh, this is, I don't have a good marketable name for it, but it's like the superhero gravitational collapse theory. Oh, right, yeah, everything. The, the, the superhero saturation there's, there's is what I, the what weight, I would call it. There's too much weight on the superhero moving. It collapses cool. under its own weight. Um, how would, so is, that, get, is that it for the most hated here? The men against... Uh, I mean, I, don't, I didn't want to <laughs> dig into Wonder Woman too hard. Yeah, I don't think it's we just, need to It's for the most... The like, if you ask me my, my real, just, just straight-up opinion of it, it'd be like, hey, it was okay. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't make for the most interesting podcast. Well, so, uh, wi- the mothers against Willy Wonka and the men against Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> Moss. Be, I, I just see a feud coming. Men, men against. <laughs> They're fighting over yeah, the, well, the the domain name. <laughs> trying, trying to register Street that. fight. Um, so to leave us off, I've I've got one more thing that's been, it's been on my list here for like three months of things to talk about, and it keeps getting overridden. Aww. And the problem is. Uh, Raising volume may damage your hearing. Would you like to raise vol- volume? Yes or no? Where so also it? call this Android Auto Volume. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. What this is the most irritating you're, you're like thing listening ever. Listening to a podcast or whatever video, YouTube video. Yeah, or a- every single time I unplug my headphones or plug them back into my Android phone, mm-hmm. my G4 piece of crap. Um, it will always reset. First of all, it'll always reset the volume down to seventy percent. And this is not like it doesn't do it back to what it was at when you had them in original. No, it doesn't save it at all. Yes. And I and, and and there's only one volume level that I want it at, and that's a hundred percent every every time. I don't ever want another no, volume. Level I know what ever. you're talking about, but this only happened. I don't know if this was just a setting that just automatically did this on my phone because it asked me once, never asked me again. Asks me all. First of all, so I, I plug into my. You always have the most piece of shit phones. It's always like your battery is dying. <laughs> you're constantly you coming through? over to my house to charge it. And <laughs> I'm like, coming over your house just to yeah, charge Andy, it. I need a charger. <laughs> In the span that I've known you, I think I've had. Three phones. There's my flip phone that, yeah. that I dropped in the toilet and I had to immediately Classic. go out and get a phone because there's people coming over and I needed to contact them. Uh, and so I got a smartphone after that and then that smartphone like died like three or four years later and I have the one I have now. You, how, you have had so many phones and you always, have, like problem. you always have problems <laughs> with them. I, I, I haven't had a good phone. I'm hoping maybe the next one will be. I think I'll just get one of the phones you've got and maybe that'll help. I just get like whatever. What's the most popular Phone that's I don't you know, care. Not, uh, anyways, super high end or super low end. I, I don't want an iPhone. I, I listen to podcasts. I listen to my stereo, you know, through the aux cable, right through the headphone port the of, of the phone. Cable. Yeah. Yes. Um, so every nothing s- to do with Paul Bunyan the or his ox. animal. No. Yeah. Nothing. They didn't name that. a cable after him. Every Nor single. Is it made out of oxygen. Shut, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> every single time I plug that cable in. It, it, it resets the volume to 70%. And, like, the 100% is already not loud on a new phone anymore. Like, if you compare it to, like, with a classic iPod, like, that thing probably output double you, the amount of volume. You like, have it 100% with your headphones in? Yeah. And, like, it's Are not that deaf? loud. It's not that loud. 
man. That's crazy. I don't listen to them. Dude, like, I, I get an you, iPhone, like, man. These phones, I don't care. It remembers the stuff. I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, I, I have an Android, and I've, I've had this. I've had that notification he's talking about once. Oh uh, man, like it happens to. So for sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, like when I was driving here, I'm five minutes into a podcast, both hands on the steering wheel, foot on the gas. All of a sudden, the volume just cuts in half, and now I have to open up my phone, and it's still playing. So like, I'm gonna lose my spot. I gotta unlock it with that dumb swipe thing. I gotta try to raise the volume again, and then it will make that that notification. And then and so now I have to press. Yes, yes, it's okay. Like, you're not going to damage my hearing. I'm controlling the audio with my car stereo, you stupid idiot. Like, how could you damage my hearing if I'm controlling it with a separate volume knob anyways? You can't use the volume knob or, like, like the, the, the button to turn up the volume because in the background, that, that warning is coming up. So you have to unlock the phone to tell the warning, no, 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 it's totally fine. Like I, and it does it all the time, just randomly. Like, it'll already be at a high volume All the time or randomly? Minutes. Which it happens it? every day at a random time <laughs> that you cannot predict. The only th reason thing that I can predict to you about it is it will not happen at an intuitive time where you would want it, which is never, ever. I don't ever want... If I said to raise it, like, like I know if my, my hearing is being damaged, <laughs> like, I can feel it. <laughs> like, it's like, it's not... And, it, and already the phone doesn't go that loud anyways. Like, so this idea of somebody trying to tell me, like, how high my own volume should be, like... Yeah, this is like the start of the robot apocalypse here that are you trying to control how, how loud the volume is are you are Look, you sure you're my robot slave idiot if i told you i want the volume all the way up just crank it all the way up don't ask me don't why. Add, yeah don't uh, ask. are you sure that you want to go over the speed limit like with your gas pedal like are you sure well i'm pressing the damn pedal aren't i like yeah. where, what do you think that i want like you think i want to go slower when i press the gas pedal like what <laughs> well, how, so how, loud, how loud can it possibly be it's not even very loud but it's going to damage your hearing there this could not damage a grandma's hearing, man. Like this, like well, the phone deaf. already doesn't go very loud at all. Like if I'm playing drum set, like and I have headphones on, like it will not be loud enough. Like I won't hear them at all. And yeah. like I, I remember being younger with like early MP3 players, and like it would be screaming loud. Like that actually might damage. I still don't think that would have damaged you know your I, hearing. I have another little impromptu theory going on here, because because I so I I you know me and Braden here we listen to a lot of heavy metal and I always have headphones on when I'm listening to music at home, uh, just cranked as as loud as it can go. Uh, I go to a lot of concerts as well. I never ever wear earbuds and I, I got maybe I have like steel eardrums or something like that, but my hearing is fine. Like I've taken hearing tests and everything. And I've talked to other people who, you know about some of the concerts I go to. Yeah. They're like. Yeah, your hearing is going to be fucked when you're older. And I'm like, man, I've been going to concerts for like, ten, like 10, yeah. 15 years now. I think it's more genetic than it is actual I mean, I, damage. Unless I could see where if you're like a touring musician and you're not wearing earbuds and you're, you're playing like, you know, 30, like 50 night, shows yeah. in a row every single night, probably then. But if you're just doing like concerts, you know, maybe once a month uh, mm -hmm. or listening to headphones, like my head, like I say I have it cranked, but like, it's never like ear piercingly loud. They don't go that loud. I, I definitely cannot hear the top register when you get the sound test. Like, oh, like, really? like, like yeah, the, see, the first tone they made, I didn't hear at all. I go so to, I'm definitely missing I go something. to more <laughs> concerts than anyone I know. I listen to mm -hmm. violent music very loudly, and my hearing's like perfect. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's more genetic. It's funny. I wear I wear earplugs at every show we go to. Yeah, and it's funny because I always complain at like a, at the AVX. Uh, oh, theater? yeah, how loud it is? It's loud for me, and I'm like, oh, really? my ears hurt. So, like, I think my ears are just more sensitive because just a little I don't baby. expose them to well, the that's what I mean. I baby think it, ears. But I think it's 
I don't. I think it's partly genetic. Cause yeah, it could be. Yeah. But also like my my old one of my brothers, uh, he goes to concerts every now and then with me, and he says he gets home and his like ears are ringing. My ears for, ring. His ears are ringing for like like a week. Mine are ringing. Oh. Mine are like mildly ringing for like a few hours after the concert, and that is it. The point here. Don't tell me how loud I want my volume to be. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I don't, I don't need that. Like I don't need what my computer telling, market. telling or suggesting <laughs> to me what what I should be doing with the computer. Are Are you sure that you want to go to that website? Like it's like it's it's a fine website, but like you know you you might be offended by it or something. Are you sure you're not a secret libertarian? You're always pooping on him, and now you're saying stuff like, "Don't you tell me." What yeah. what horrible things not to do to my body? Yeah, de- yeah, de- I'm definitely a full-on libertarian because I don't You're want right. my my robot computer to tell me not to turn my volume a little yeah, too loud on my personal device. You were complaining about people on the strata telling you to where to park and stuff like that. Yeah, like we're not talking about like people who are like, yeah, you shouldn't help horribly like disfigured, starving people because like you know. I just don't really feel like it right now, so we shouldn't have any systems in place to like help them with the government or something. That's no, a little no, bit no, of a no, far no. departure I'm, from I'm wanting my the, Android to tur- of, like turn my volume the, uh, down. The aspects of of your political affiliations that are always trying to, to tell people what and how to do things, but now you're complaining about like your phone being up, your phone trying to tell you what to like, do. Like I love this idea that to you, uh, here's the real <laughs> like, libertarian to, over to, here. To, always accusing to, to me. you. Uh, somebody like not having the things they need to be alive is on the similar playing field to how loud your phone goes. <laughs> like like yeah. that. Those are similar moral playing fields. Like yeah. because. <laughs> well, why don't you just turn your car stereo louder when you're driving? My phone. Not it's being... already maxed. Get a new car. No, get a new phone. <laughs> my, my phone trying to tell me or trying to stop me from being too loud affects me, all right? That's the, I care about the things that affect me. I'm a huge selfish asshole, and I know that. So, yeah, I tend to, that, those are the things I, I care about. It doesn't Sorry. Aff- your phone doesn't affect him, so he doesn't care. I do find it funny, though. Yeah, you always funny. have shitty phones. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't know. Phones are just awful. They're the like they're the they're the printers of the millennial generation. I don't have that experience with my phone. Well, that is a funny mostly anything I try to. I do like that comparison. It. Yeah. No, On that note, let's let's say good night. Sleep tight. So long, losers. Goodbye, don't sexism. Let the, don't let the mole bugs bite. We did it. We defeated we, sexism. <laughs> we defeated <laughs> feminism. Oh, sexism. Oops. Oops.